the current spoiler level warning is, deal. Friends and folks, please listen to this spoiler warning uh, in its entirety. Uh, this week we have a spoiler warning level of teal. Uh, we are going to be talking about uh, new mobile report Gundam Wing in a, uh, a great Gundam project friendly fashion. Uh, there is some very brief mention of, like, like, incredibly vague mention of the existence of other Gundam that GGP has not covered. We don't even name them. Um, so it's not quite blue. I'm not willing to go that far. Um, a special note, though, is you're going to hear us mention uh, Endless Waltz. It is not Endless Waltz. Um, Dylan explains it a little better later in the episode, but there are um, there is a there is a the accepted nomenclature for any time that uh, Hajime uh, Kotoki draws a mobile suit Gundam wing uh, design. It is considered endless waltz, even if it's just him redrawing existing existing suit. There is nothing spoilery about it. There is nothing from the movie. It's just uh, we're covering the, the suit we cover. You can see from the title here, the, the Wing Gundam, uh, Karoki, uh, also drew it once. And so they call it Endless Waltz, even though, again, no spoilers. It's not from the movie. It's just the manga art of it. Anyway, please enjoy the episode. Hello, friends and folks, and welcome back to Mechanista NG, the podcast where we take a look at mobile suits, mobile armors, mobile fighters, mobile horses, mobile dolls, mobile tanks. I really hope that, it, like like I said, when we were looking at the Master Gundam, I really hope mobile horse is in fact an actual thing they use to categorize it and not just the Gundam wiki making something up. <laughs> I, I so hope good. so. I'll have to do some research at some point. Uh, I'm Six Datmar from Scanline Media. I'm Dylan from Online. And we're here with our uh, our GGP-friendly episode. Uh, we have not decided yet if there will be a second episode this week. Uh, we'll see. Uh, but first, we're gonna we're gonna roll. We're gonna roll a d6 to see what table we're drawing from. As ever, the deal is one to two are the two halves of early UC because early UC is huge. 3 is late UC, 4 is very late UC, 5 is future century, 6 is after colony. If we get future century again, I might just re-roll. I don't want to do future century again. <laughs> like, we'll do it at some point, but two weeks in a row. Okay, after colony. Okay. Alright, and now I get to roll the d20 to see where inside of after colony we go to. Okay. This is one of the lists that's all me. Yep, it's all you. Uh, we are going to be talking about the Wing Gundam, the XXXG01W Wing Gundam. Okay, all right, just the Wing Gundam. Okay, this will be fun. Um, all right, that was I was expecting us to get something a little more weird, but I mean, hey, the the die when when we get new series, sometimes it just wants us to get the classics. Um, yeah, sometimes it speaks it speaks with uh. A level of uh, certainty as to what is really best for us. Fair. Um, but yeah, so, alright, the XXXG-01W Wing Gundam. <laughs> God, I forgot they all start with, like, 
xxxg in in that show um mm-hmm. but uh so or or the gundam zero one as they are sometimes calling it when they are uh codenaming it uh and the oz forces are like the unit zero one has appeared or whatever um mm-hmm. but uh so the wing gundam is uh i think visually it's pretty all right but and i'm sure we'll get to this the problem i have with the wing gundam is entirely just watching it get jobbed in the show just makes it feel worse (laughs) to Mm. me to me personally um so the wing gundam is definitely for some people you know the classic gundam because many people in america first watched gundam mcqueen back in the toonami days so Mm -hmm. I, I can think of the Wing Gundam as kind of, between the tricolor, it definitely being, like, the quote-unquote, like, main protagonist suit and all of that. I can definitely see it being seen as some people's, like, er example of a Gundam, more so than even the ARC-78 for some American uh, or other, like, Western viewers. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you've got your classic tricolor. You've got, you know, the red, white, blue, and yellow. Um, you've got... Uh, it's got a shield. It's got a beam rifle. Um, it's got not just a beam rifle, a buster rifle. Yes, uh, it's got a buster rifle. Um, it's got your usual Vulcans um, in the head. Uh, it's got uh, shoulder Vulcans, which I think are kind of neat. Um, just little... yeah, I think they're like higher caliber, right? Mm-hmm. Yep, just slightly better ones in the little uh, collar area. Uh, it's got. Besides that, uh, inside of the shield, it's got a beam saber, uh, as expected. Um, I think the beam saber and the shield is honestly one of the more unique things, if only just because, you know, uh, even a, even if we include G Gundam, typically on most Gundam types, the beam saber is stored somewhere where a hand can just grab it, like on the body. Usually the backpack, mm-hmm. sometimes the waist, but you know, this being in the shield, kind of a new thing. Um, yeah. And the shield itself can also be used as a weapon because, uh, as we see it do um, in the show, uh, it can stab with it because the it is it is a sharp design and it is very hard. <laughs> and also, the tip can like extend out like a piston. Kind of. Yeah, it's really weird because it doesn't do that a lot, but it does mm. do. Um. Mm-hmm. It's cool mobile suit. Um. Yeah, this also has a uh, a mobile armor mode. They call it the bird mode, where it can transform mm. into sort of a, a flight mode. Um, this is the first one. This is not our first introduction to the concept, because we talked about it when we talked about the Hyakushiki, but the Hyakushiki's one didn't work, so they turned it off. This one has a working one. Yep, so this mobile suit is a transformable one. Uh, the bird mode is meant, you know, this is like what you use to move fast, and in the case of Gundam Wing, like, both atmospheric and in space. Uh, you know, uh, when when the Wing Gundam first appears, it's already in its bird mode, and that's why they don't know what it is. They're like, oh, it's an unknown ship, and then it folds into a Gundam, and they're like, whoa, what? Um, yeah, they even go one degree further, where they, like, coat it with, like, fake armor to fuck up its silhouette. Oh. And then when it tries to re-enter, that breaks off, and then it looks like the bird mode we're used to. Yep. It's really neat. Um... And then, uh, called bird mode, doesn't look like a bird. Um, this is just a, this is just a, a, a thing I get on about. Uh, it's, 
it doesn't look like a bird, yet they made it so, like, the wrist's little claws extend um, that it normally <laughs> it's has. It's got little talons. So, it's got yep. little talons. I guess it has, like, the silhouette of a bird. That ain't no bird I've ever seen, though. I yeah. don't understand, but, you know, whatever. Some kind of, like, strange... Maybe some kind of strange toucan-like bird, if we look at the shield <laughs> and stuff. Also, like, you know, listen, things are allowed to be just cosmetic, but what is the point of those claws? Are they, like, are they like the hooks on, um, like, a plane that lands on aircraft? I was going to say... like, hook a landing line? Maybe, uh, maybe it's just, like, landing gear, kind of, in a weird way. Who knows? It's kind of silly. Um, it also does a lot of elements of the transformation that I find... It doesn't have a very complex transformation. Um, no. The arms just kind of fold up. Uh, and like I mentioned, the hooks, those little hooks pop down. The hands go, you know, they pop inward. Uh, the legs, the, the waist reverses, and the legs are just, you know, on the back of it dangling upside down, which is actually a thing I always dislike. Um, which, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I can't complain too much. Even the Zeta did this. But, you know, them not knowing what to do with the legs is always a uh, thing with uh, transformations like this. Because um, you don't need them. Well, I mean, the, the 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 you know the wing was sent to Earth. They did need legs on on the ground, but like, yeah, like you know, it's just it's got a very simple. One. Oh, and the head rotates and then it hides in the shield. Um, so it's it's got a very simplistic transformation all in all. Um, and I I don't think it's like bad, mind you. Uh, it's just not a thing I care about with a lot of mobile suits. Honestly, there are some mobile suits that have really cool, um, like mobile armor modes. Uh, you know are just non-mobile suit modes um mm -hmm. but this is one of the ones where i'm just like okay yeah no, that's just the gundam that's folded up itself a little bit like it doesn't it, it doesn't strike me as a very like visually distinct like thing that i think mm -hmm. is cool personally personally yeah i think the, i think the bird i i appreciate the like the practicality of the bird mode like especially given the the task that the wing gundam was created for the bird mode is is basically essential for its operations mm -hmm. um but yeah it's not it's not particularly stylish no um and then of course uh so when we, when we talk about what the wing gundam is doing i guess we have to we can move on to it's like some more specifics about the tools such as so you mentioned it has a buster rifle um mm -hmm. so yeah this isn't okay we all know the original Gundam's beam rifle was like an overtuned battleship rifle. Um, and it is cool, like, in that show. Well, Gundam Wing decided, no, no, we need big. So if we need big, <laughs> uh, we're going to show something that basically acts like how the high mega cannon does on the double Zeta. Um, the Buster rifle on the Wing Gundam is just a, a, a monstrous weapon that just fires a really big beam that will cover a large area um it's it's ridiculous um and i feel like it has a huge impact on i mean you know you you are the you are the real historian here but to me it seems like it has a huge impact on the trajectory of like mobile suit design from from like a like the actual real world Gundam artist perspective going forward, this idea of like this big concentrated sustained beam that blows up a ton of units at once, yeah, being like this weapon that that is just a, a signature weapon of a machine, is a thing that like going forward in Gundam it starts starts to be used a lot more. Yeah, like again, there are earlier examples you can point to. You have things like the hyper launcher uh, that the Zeta has. 
um, and you have, like, the Mega Bazooka Launcher on the Hyakushiki, or, like, the High Mega Cannon on the Double Zeta. These things are not considered normal, though, and they're also, mm-hmm. they're also, like, things that are introduced later, right? Like, the Zeta doesn't start with the big, that big blue rifle, um, right. that it uses. The, um, Mega Bazooka Launcher is used, like, only a couple of times. Um, the High Mega Cannon has the problem of draining, uh, the Double Zeta's reactor at times when it's used. Um, this thing is just a gun. It holds it. It's not part of the mobile suit. It's, I mean, it is, but it isn't. You know what I mean? It's just, like, yeah, it's just, this is its gun. It pulls the trigger, and it now has cleared off a, a giant swath of land and has removed 150 Leos from play. Um, and it's it's to the point, like, it's such a self-sustained weapon that, like, a Leo could walk up and pick this up and fire it. It yep. doesn't, it doesn't like, interact with the wing Gundam at all, really. Yeah, it's really weird, um, because it, 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 um... I guess the idea is, unlike... A, a lot of beam weapons in Gundam, even in UC, do this, too, where... Uh, you need the mobile suit's reactor to actually, like, trigger the mechanism that is causing the beams to be produced. Um, so you can't just throw, like, a beam rifle on a Zaku without modification. Mm-hmm. Um, however, the Wing Gundam, uh, it it has... The, the gun also has its own reactor, which is pretty ridiculous. So anything can pick it up and fire it. It doesn't matter. It doesn't need to care about, like, the, the Wing Gundam, like you mentioned... A Leo could pick this up and then accidentally destroy half of its base. Or, in the case of a main character, you know, they can use it to make a Leo win the fight for them. Um, well, technically, it doesn't have its own reactor. The way it works is it has those uh, cartridges, those three cartridges around oh. it, which are like energy <sighs> like shells that have this energy stored in them. And when you fire, they're used up. It's So the shells are weird, though, right? Because the thing with the shells is that... It gets shown using them, like, and actually it coming off and stuff, or being reloaded a couple of times. Um, mm-hmm. but it's, it's, it's always a weird thing, right? Because I think the idea is, yeah, it's only supposed to have three shots. I think there are episodes, now that we've been watching Wing, where it definitely fires more than just three shots, which I guess you could say, sure. oh, it turned down the output, so it's not, you know, using all of its energy in a single shot. Or it reloaded off screen because like the the thing yeah. is like the way it reloads, which I, I think is cool. I didn't know this, but it like it is like it is like a break action, like a shotgun, right? Like mm-hmm. it pops down and you slot new like, yeah, energy and, cartridges in. Yeah, and you can see them uh, on the out of the design, like on the outward appearance of the design. You know these big uh, gray tubes almost on it. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it's 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 a weird one. Um, but yeah. To be fair, the uh, reactor thing I mentioned would not necessarily be untrue, because the thing with Gundam, um, even when there's mass-produced weapons uh, in UC, for instance, that uh, are able to use beams, uh, like something like the Mara-sized beam rifle, uh, even though it uses an EPAC uh, to actually get the chain going, um, I think the idea is still that it uses reactor power. Um, mm. So you can't, you still can't... like. You wouldn't be able to take a Jigen's rifle just because it's relo- like a reloadable later one and throw it on again like a one year war Arazaku. Um it, it's it's weird. I don't know all the specifics of it, but that's just how I've seen it mentioned. Um, so it's like it's it's like I mean it it needs a generator just to process the energy from the cartridge. Yeah. Okay, um got it. And like cause like the reaction stuff. So, of course, this is Gundam Wing. Gundam Wing uh not really the most, you know, like 
it's all it's all pseudoscience anyway, and it's all explained in side crap anyway that no one really cares about except for like five people. Um, mm-hmm. but you know, Gundam Wing doesn't have like as many like writers going into like, oh, here's here's some real world concepts and us trying to formulate like an entire idea of how these things work realistically. Um, which UC got the benefit of. Uh, the Buster Rifle is just a Buster Rifle. It's a big gun what fires big beams. Um, it's really cool. Uh, and yeah. Um, it, but yeah, it's a ridiculous signature weapon, and like you mentioned, I think that it informs a lot of later like design elements that some mobile suits will do. Um, mm-hmm. Don't really want to go into any too many specifics, but you know, it's something that this is not leaving us uh, anytime soon. The idea of a this is the gun that wins you the fight by firing a big beam. There's a couple of uh, other examples I can think of. Um, mm-hmm. Even the name Buster Rifle, like, that gets reused. Here's what the first show to use that, uh, like, Buster for it would be. Because I know Elgheim has the big guns that, like, they use in that are also Buster Rifles. I don't know if there's mm-hmm. prior examples. Just trying to think. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, it, it's a very strong weapon, though. Um, and it's it's kind of the machine's only real gimmick. Because besides having the transformation, I mean, it doesn't do anything different from the other Gundams. Other than just it turns into a bird and it has a gun that can destroy everything. Um, yeah. It's, I, I, I think it lives a lot on, like, Hero's, Hero's fighting style, like... It's funny because, you know, the show is like, oh, these they're like the most elite pilots. And, you know, obviously, you know, they're they're shown in protagonists. But Hero's fighting style is very much leaning super heavily on the fact that his his mobile suit just has ridiculously good armor. Yep. Uh, there are so many shots of him like taking a hit and just sort of spinning as he's falling and firing the bus rifle at the person who shot him. <laughs> yep. And that's actually a big reason why, like, I sometimes don't like the wing is because you get things like the wing Gundam, uh... The, the many times where he has uh, flown it in in bird mode, it gets shot, and then uh, he just kind of crash lands it very ungracefully. <laughs> he just, yeah, he just, like, face skids. <laughs> yeah, just like, okay, halfway transforms, slams into the ground, skids about 50 meters, and then gets up and just starts blowing things up. It's not a very, it's it's not used in a very graceful or elegant manner, uh, not to sound like Trey's, um, but uh, it's a very... It's just, it's very simplistic, and like you mentioned, Hiro basically just banks on, oh, this machine's invincible, this is my Gundam. Um, he uses mm-hmm. the beam saber sometimes, and he mostly just fires uh, the buster rifle and makes things disappear completely. Um, sometimes not even with hitting them. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sometimes he yeah. fires it and it just blows up a line of enemies that are just near it. <laughs> Yeah, because the the air gets so saturated with energy and heat that they just get they just get vaporized. Yep. Um, I do like um the the few times we get like hero dueling in this thing, I do really like the way the shield is used mm-hmm. on the on the wing. Um, because first of all, it is coated with like a, a like a a beam resistant coating, and so it is like it is he uses it like a like a like you would use a sword like a shield versus an actual sword to like deflect beam saber blows in a way that I think is really cool. And then also he does use it as a weapon sometimes. He'll like he'll stab through the cockpit of another mobile suit with it. Um, and yeah, he'll he'll extend that little bit maybe once or twice in the entire show. <laughs> yeah. And the shield itself is also just a hunk of Gundanium, which in wing terms means it's basically immortal. Um, 
Mm-hmm. So, you know, that thing is, like, just a thick slab of what the Gundams and Wing are made out of. Um, yeah, I- it's, it's interesting, because we're so used to, like, both here and, in, in, and basically in almost all of Gundam, the idea of a shield we've talked about here being this thing where it's like, you've got this chunk of metal and it takes a hit for you. That shield can take a lot of hits for you. Yeah, these one, this one can definitely uh, just completely, like, uh, just you could again army of Leos. I don't. I think you could have a whole bunch of Leos there, just beating up on the shield, taking turns, and it would not be able to destroy it immediately. Honestly, mm-hmm. um, because it's yeah, it's just a big sturdy mess. It's uh, it's really cool. Um, just for being that, but yeah, like. Uh, he he does actually have a few proper duels. I'm I'm remembering like you know the duel with like the tall geese and such. Mm-hmm. Um, where yeah, he's just beam saber and shield and trying to fight like you know more of a a, a shield version, mm-hmm. uh, like or a sword and shield fighter would be. Um, and which is kind of cool because again, yeah, like you said, Gundam. Normally a shield is this is my disposable. It gets hit by something and now I, it's it's dead weight or I throw it away. Or it's gone, <laughs> as it were. Um, so, it's it's neat. Um, besides, like, the shield, other than that, you got those... We, we mentioned the Vulcans in the head. It's got head Vulcans. Uh, it's also got machine cannons in the shoulders. The machine cannons... I'm trying to remember if the wing itself ever destroys anything with them. I think it does. I think it blows up some tanks early on. Okay, I couldn't remember for sure. Seems really hard to aim it because they are on the collar. And, you know, with head Vulcans, I think they're silly sometimes, but at the very least, you do have the excuse that, yes, the head can look everywhere. Um, This isn't like... Like, I, I think I... I can't remember if I mentioned it... Um, I think it was the Jinx episode. They're on the waist on the Jinx, right, but on also... The, it was with a Superbia Jinx, yeah. Yeah, they're on the waist, and with the Jinx, uh, you know... Vulcans on the waist is a weird place too, and I I did say I thought they were cool. The reason I don't like them on the collar here as much is just um the wing itself, if it's using the buster rifle, um is mostly going to use the buster rifle or the beam saber on mobile suits. Mm-hmm. Um so if it's only fighting like tanks and stuff, having them so high up on the collar just I don't know, it feels weird to me. That's all. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, you can you can hand wave it if you want. You can you can assume that like there's like a little bit of like a little Rotation bit of maneuverability, on the... right? Yeah. But it's like then you're just kind of making excuses. It's still a bad place to put them. I, I just don't think you can. Uh, my problem is not even that like about uh, of impractic uh, impracticality necessarily. I just don't know how you animate them looking cool when they're up there. Is the thing like the well, waist ones? I could see them like being in close combat. When you're on the collar, though, I mean. Unless the, uh, you're fighting a mobile suit taller than you, it's gonna look a little weird, even th- even then. I mean, what you what you do is what you do is, and I think what they what they actually do do is like one, they're slightly bigger, so you can actually see like the Gatling guns. You can see the barrels spinning, so you do like a close up shot, and you see the barrels the barrels spinning, and you see it doing the Gatling gun thing, mm-hmm. and then you just cut to the bullets flying into something. You don't have a continuous you know, shot because it yeah, doesn't you make any fucking sense. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's fair. <laughs> Again, that's that's not even like a thing that I think is like a major nitpick. Even it's just me being petty because I, I, this is a show where we talk about our opinions on mobile suits. Um, hello, I assume everyone knows that. Uh, which means I'm gonna sometimes have opinions that will not necessarily mesh with my other opinions. Um, 
or just in certain cases, but bug me. And this is one of the ones where I do get bugged by a weird Vulcan location. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think it's that big of a deal though. It, they're they're still it, it's no. machine cannons. They're cool. Uh, I think the F ninety one actually from uh, our good friend the F ninety one from F ninety one also has like the machine cannons in the chest. They're a little bit tighter, which might be why I like them a bit more. And also, the F ninety one is like two feet tall, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very true. Um, well. That, you know, the wing is actually kind of short, too. Um, That's true. That's true. I don't think it's quite F-91 size. Let me see. What is its height? Um, um, it's 16.3 meters. Yeah, that's actually still very little, actually. Yeah, so this gun is a baby. Like, um, uh, this is a thing that actually uh, was also, a th- I think, a thing in G Gundam. Basically, the 90s AUs... Um, had a lot more of the smaller designs. They're a little taller mm-hmm. than like the F ninety one, but they're F-91 still on the is, smaller yeah, 15. side. Yeah, fifteen point two. So not not that much, not that much taller, uh, like a meter taller. Yeah, but they are. Uh, they're all on the short end because like the original Gundam was eighteen meters, and then you know after that for a while you just keep getting bigger. But a lot of these nineties AUs use the example from like uh you know F ninety one and Victory where no we're gonna go we're gonna go little now. Um, right, and I mean it makes sense, right? Like, like technologically speaking, technology is a history of the same tech getting smaller and smaller. Yeah, and and also I think I no one quote me on this. Uh, I think I've read that there was a plastic shortage in the '90s in Japan. So because they do scale models, mm. um, the thing sure. is, some people have said the outright wrong thing, which is, oh, they did it because they want to be greedy about their scale models and charge you the same price for something smaller, and it's like. On one hand, Bandai has many problems. They're still a corporation. On the other hand, that is not how the pricing of them goes. They're just priced by plastic content. Mm-hmm. Um, so if something is smaller, it's cheaper. You don't pay a tax on a design for being like the lead or whatever. Um, right. It, it's it's just that. Um, it's the thing where there are things to complain about, and my brain just gets weird when people make up a different thing to complain about. Well, like, complain that's, about that's... them building a one-to-one scale statue in Yokohama that's extremely ugly. I hate that design. And it's I mean, also that's... just an awful project. But anyway. That's the problem, is when, like, you, you're like, okay, we're on the same side here, but you are out here representing, like, representing the side of this company has problems with points that are untrue, and it makes us all look stupid. It, it just it's a it's a pet peeve I have with Gundam fans in particular, um, because I think it's just because a lot of sources aren't available in English, and I mean everyone gets things wrong. I get things wrong sometimes too. It's just a thing where like sometimes I see things said though that my brain just goes, you you had to have made this up or you read someone else that made it up. There's no way that you came to this conclusion though from reading anything. Mm. Um, and that's always been one of them though is the uh, oh you know the reason they're all so much smaller, they're definitely just trying to get more money out of you. And it's like, I looked at these old model prices, they're priced pretty appropriately. It's just, there's probably a plastics shortage. I, I can get that. Japan has had a few of those, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, so, anyway, minor tangent, just a thing uh, to think about with uh, the smaller mm-hmm. mobile suits. Um, and I, actually, ironically enough, uh, one of the problems that they have with modern kits, this is actually always a fun thing for me, um, the F-91 high grade, the wing high grade, the victory high grade, all the modern versions of these, they actually are taller than they're supposed to be. Huh. Because it's really hard for them to do the detail levels that are expected, as well as like have all the like expected like stability and mobility 
of a modern kit while keeping them size accurate. Because mm-hmm. the thing is, it doesn't matter how much the technology goes ahead, small things still have, you know, you're going to have more structural issues uh, when you're working with really tiny things like that, especially if they have, like, a lot of joints and a lot of moving parts. Like, parts can get loose easily, parts can break easily, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, you'll notice, um, like, if you compare, like, some of the original 144th victory stuff to the later ones, you know, big size difference there. Anyway, small fun fact. Uh, I think it, I, yeah, it applies to the wing gun too, actually. Hmm. Um, also the proportions are just very different. Those nineties kits, not the prettiest kits. Um, <laughs> very chunky and wide. Um, yeah. but yeah. So, um, there's also the, we didn't talk about the wing units, um, because there's not too much to say. It's got, it's got these tiny little wings on it. These little, these yep. little, um, not wing binders. They're just wings. Cause they also use them in the, in the bird mode. Um, yep. but part of the reason I put off talking about them until the end is because I don't think they look great. Um, not really. I mean, they're, the, the problem is we're talking about the wing Gundam right now. The problem is there's something that is just a direct upgrade of the wing Gundam in every way yep. visually. And that would be something we will say for another episode. Um, but the wing zero Wait, is just well. Oh, hmm. oh, that's what you meant. I thought you. Oh. Me- I thought you meant the endless waltz version, the Hajime Karaoke, like the Katoki's uh, redesign. Oh, for the uh, for for Glory of Losers. Yes, we can talk about that too, and it's not really a spoiler thing because it's in a side manga. Though I will say ahead of time, uh, for the later manga and other versions of Wing, uh. Kat- Katoki Hajime redesigned a lot of the original Okawara Gundam designs, um, and they sometimes small changes, sometimes drastic changes. Um, the wing is one of the ones with drastic changes. Uh, unless you're planning on reading anything, there's not really much spoilers to them. It's the Mega Man Zero thing where the it looks different. It's supposed to be functionally the same thing. Um, mm-hmm. So just throwing that out there now uh, for anyone that's curious. Um, but I was just gonna say the Wing Zero is also just the Wing Gundam, but cooler in every way. <laughs> sure, um, but the Wing the Wing Zero, there's other stuff to talk about too. So we'll yeah. We'll that, oh yeah, that's on. why I was gonna say we'll hold we'll hold off on that till its own. Um, yeah. But the Wing Endless Waltz. Okay, so it's called the Endless Waltz version. I, again, this is not Endless Waltz spoilers. Endless Waltz gets applied to all of the designs that Katoki Hajime remade, um, even though they don't actually appear in that specific OVA. In this case, this one appears, uh, it, it appeared before Glory of the Losers, but then also it's Glory of the Losers is a retelling of Gundam Wing with elements uh, taken from other stories as well as um, Katoki Hajime's uh, redesigns for these suits. Um, the Wing Gundam is a pretty drastic one, I would say. Um, mm-hmm. I like it a lot. <laughs> I yeah, do think I think this better. thing looks beautiful. Um. So, uh, main thing I really like, I love the sort of, I guess you would describe them as ears on the head, the Mm. antennas coming out of the side of the head. Um, I just think it looks really cool on it. Um, just with how they're longer and they have like the blue on them. They just, um, they give me like the same vibes that I really like about the V Gundam Hexa, which has little rabbit ears Mm. too, um, sticking back. Uh, it also has a, a, a double V fin. Uh, unlike the original. The original has a regular V-Fin. Uh, the V-Fin on the mm-hmm. EW design has uh, you know, the normal V-Fin left and right, and then it has two horns that are going upward uh, more towards the middle. Um, 
that is sort of like uh what would it be like the new gundam does that there's a couple of gundams that do that um yeah I, uh, you're you're gonna see it a lot in some some uh seed does that a lot yeah and there's there's a couple of shows that do that a lot um the shoulder cannons have been redesigned they are now they now have covers on them uh the chest pop up. oh I, I, a thing i didn't talk about with the original wing which i'll bring up here um so the original wing does have chest events like you would expect from a classical gundam design but they're really weird they're like these vertical kind of like scoopy little like they they look like uh aircraft scoops almost like vents in the chest. yeah like a turbojet and it also has a bright green gem that doesn't really mean anything i think it might be a camera i don't know um it has a bright green gem in the chest uh so so does the redesign though uh the redesign features different kind of vents rather than looking like normal scoops they're kind of like sort of a weird they're they're pretty unique actually they're mm-hmm. weird looking vents i like them though yeah um the ew designs uh its arms still have the like bird talons but they've been redesigned to like mesh more with the robot mo- mode rather than just being like these this little block of uh things sticking up on the wrist um, mm-hmm. They just look visually more appealing. I mean, that's the main thing with a lot of the EW designs, um, redesigns by Kotoki, um, is that they tend to feature a lot more um, visual elements that I just think are visually appealing, mm-hmm. honestly. Um, the wings are a big part of that, too, like you had mentioned. Uh, it's got much bigger wings. This is a Wing Gundam where you see that it's called the Wing Gundam and you understand why it's called Wing Gundam a lot more than the original. <laughs> um, because this one's got big binder-like wings that are almost as tall as the mobile suit itself. Mm. Um, and they are just, they're very majestic looking and they're cool. Um, it also adds, uh, little cameras to the wrist. I just think that looks cool. The extra green there. Yeah. Um, and it makes, I think it makes a kind of sense because, um, the cameras like, you know, visually speaking, the way its arms fold around and stuff, when it goes into bird mode, the ha- the cameras on the head turn around, presumably so that, like, they're protected, because they're mm-hmm. not much use, but it does then leave you with the question, like, okay, well, wh- what cameras is it using? And it has those ones on its wrist now, to answer that question. Mm-hmm. Um, it also has a redesigned shield, uh, pretty similar to the original, uh, basically, just, uh, it- it's, it's, it's got some cosmetic changes, but functionally, it's basically the same. Um, mm-hmm. and they, the, the buster rifle for it is a lot longer, um, for the, uh, yeah. EW version. Um, and then the only where place on it that I think kind of suffers a little, um, I think the legs are a little bare. Um, I kind of like how the original, uh, wing Gundam has these like vents on the legs and like on the feet, uh, the little mm-hmm. verniers there, um, which are not present on the, uh, EW version. I, I just think the legs are a little plain, but that's it. Um. Oh, and it has really cool shoulders. <laughs> it does have really cool shoulders. Um, I could yeah. be talking out of my ass here, but I feel like I rec- I, I have noticed uh, Kotoki preferring like more simple legs, like more clean legs in general. Um, that's not unfair, especially for a transformable. Um, mm-hmm. I, I can see that. Um, thinking of designs like the Victory, which are very simplistic, that he also did. Um, but yeah, uh. It's got these, um, the shoulders are these, like, layers of colors. This thing is also very colorful. It has a lot more, Mm -hmm. um, 
it has a lot more yellow than the original has just because of like accenting and such uh, but also in the original neat. the blue is like a really dark blue and now it's this like grayish blue that i think is really a lot more a lot more pleasing to the eyes yep also the white is drawn it is more the drawing though i think some of the older figures kind of went with this uh i like the eggshell that they use for the white here um mm. i just i think gundams look cooler when they're not just like white white but when they go for like an off-white um it's actually one reason i like the recent beyond globe of the arc 72 is because it goes with the eggshell i just like mm. I, I like i like when they do like little subtle things like that mm-hmm. um but yeah it's it's the the ew version is pretty cool um like i said in function all the ew versions are basically a designer's reinterpretation and even when they do sometimes have different tools and such they're supposed to be the same mobile suit is the thing right Um, like one of the new things on the ew wing is it has uh like reloads for the buster rifle which is mostly just to explain the fact that sometimes it does shoot more than three times (laughs) yeah sometimes it just keeps shooting uh so it has actual like you know uh clips of ammo that you can see um and the, the the other suits that are in the series do have other changes with their ew counterparts um but again Functionally speaking, these are all supposed to be the same suits, and I, I bring up the Mega Man Zero example because that's like the best example of a media I can think of where it's like everything looks different, the art style is completely different. This is supposed to be the exact same character with the exact same tools doing the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it's actually a thing with Gundam that used to be hard for. I mean, like even the wiki in the past uh, used to have like the EW stuff separated, like it was its own set of mobile suits because they didn't really know how to like how do we how do we like talk about these designs uh when they are so clearly like different looking Mm -hmm. but i think when like glory of the losers that manga came out and they were like okay well if it's getting used exactly the same i guess we kind of just have to have them as one thing and you know that's fine i'm okay with reinterpretations i think they're cool i like seeing other artists do things there are some cases where I like Okawara's designs better, some cases where I like Katoki's designs better. Mm-hmm. Um, the Wing Gundam is definitely one of them. I think the original Wing, while I talk like positively on a lot of points, besides me feeling funny about it just because of the uh, episodes with it, um, where it kind of gets chumped, uh, I also... It, which, it doesn't really get chumped. It wins the battle. It kills a billion Oz soldiers. But, you know, it's still hard to... It's hard to be rooting for the thing that face plants and then just kind of picks up a beam rifle and fires it and eliminates a line. Mm-hmm. Um, I This is one of the ones I definitely like the Katoki one better. Um, I don't think the mobile suit is bad in the original design, but the EW version. Just um, regardless of feeling silly about the wings sometimes, like I, I sometimes do feel mixed about them, uh, even though they're very impressive looking. Um, like when I see them in 3D, basically is one of the cases where it's like sometimes this is cool sometimes i think it's silly mm-hmm. i still think it's better overall though eh, the original one's little like wing binders on the back are very uh not that remarkable honestly mm-hmm. so yeah i guess for me I, I my big problem with the okawara design is that um is the green gem with the gold ring around it in the middle i just think it looks so bad that's fair it looks like a G Gundam thing. Almost. It does. It does. Um, which, incidentally, you know, um, a lot of the, gun- the 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 five wing boys when they were designed early on, um, they were uh, 
they were designed around like country like nationality theming like g gundam mm. um so like you know uh the wing gundam definitely looks like it could be kind of like even um like based on that idea just like aesthetically there's a lot of parts of it that if it didn't have the shield and the gun like if you just saw it without any of its equipment could kind of see it as a G Gundam suit. It'd be a sure. little bit of a weird one, but I could definitely see it. Um, it it's it's interesting. Um, but yeah. Uh, besides that, though. Um, well, the one thing we always have to talk about whenever you talk about a a, a Gundam Wing, a a, a new re- new mobile report Gundam Wing Gundam, is the feature they all share: self destruct. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's fair. Um, plus, you've been playing Gundam Breaker, so you've probably been seeing that a lot. Um, I've seen it occasionally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, the the Gundams, in in case of being captured, they have a self destruct so that they cannot be captured and presumably, like you know, rebuilt and reused and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, doesn't really work out that way, but you know, um, yeah, they do it's... have the self destructs. It's interesting how it is portrayed in um, when, when the Wing Gundam self-destructs in that show, because like your first image of it is just this massive explosion, and you see like the distortion of like the silhouette of the Wing Gundam just getting ruined. Right? It's like when it's like it's like Dragon Ball Z, you know, like villain getting evaporated kind of animation. Yeah. Um, and then afterwards, you see the Wing Gundam, and it's like, oh no, it's missing a leg. It just looks I was like it doesn't look like it's in great shape. Like you shouldn't drive it, but like it looks like a fixer upper. I, th- I think the head maybe is gone too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. It's not. It's not really doing too bad though. Afterwards, I mean, they rebuild it. Right. I mean, I think <laughs> no. what they say when they're going to rebuild it is that it ke- it destroyed all of, like the crucial parts, and they were only able to rebuild it because, uh, because of course, uh. Uh, Zex Marquis is like, well, I've got the tall geese, and they're designed by the same people, so just w- when in doubt, pretend it's a tall geese. Yeah, I mean that makes sense. Uh, it's just it's very it's very funny though, just because yeah, like it's like well, well, especially with where we're caught up with on the anime for GGP now. Also, mm-hmm. um, you know, the Sandrock also, if I'm remembering right, doesn't it self destruct and then also get repaired? Yes, is it does. Way? Yep. Yeah, I was gonna say. When when we last saw the Sandrock, it also exploded, and then the 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 Magwinac crew repaired it, mm-hmm. and it's fine now. Um, though it, it they is, don't even have a Tolgis to work off of. Though it is the case that you do apparently need need some data because like when when they um when uh Zex repairs the the Wing Gundam, and they're taking Hero down for the duel. Uh, Noin is like, by the way, we couldn't fix your beam rifle. The Talgis or the Buster rifle. Talgis doesn't have one of those, so we didn't really know what to do. <laughs> okay, yeah, I guess that's fair. That's probably the hard, one of the harder parts to build the uh, gun of impossible uh, dis- destruction mm-hmm. that uh, that it has, which is kind of a major component of it. If anything, I think that's probably one of the most important parts because if you could mass produce that. You wouldn't need to build wing Gundams. You would just need an army of Leos that could hold them. Wait, you know what? I'm misremembering. She doesn't say that. She says oh. we couldn't. We didn't. We couldn't fix the self-destruct. But you're not gonna need it. 
I'm completely wrong. Uh, oh, I apologize. Oh, they couldn't fix the self destruct. Okay, which um, uh, which is probably a lie just to keep him from hitting it again. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Um, <laughs> look, the, look, people like self destructing in the show. It's just a thing. Um, especially hero. Um, I mean, when like. It, it doesn't do this in Wing, but when in, in a show you have, like, a mecha or, you know, a fighter or whatever, and you hit the self-destruct and all the screens turn to, like, red warning, that's pretty sick. That's almost worth dying for. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I just, look, look, I like my robot. I don't want to blow up my robot. I don't want to blow it up. It feels bad, even even if it's the devil's machine. Sure. Uh, depending Fair. on depending on which series we're in. Um. But uh, yeah. So I guess that's all about the Wing Gundam. Uh, yeah. Um. I can't really think of like. Can't really think of wanting to talk about like any particular variant. Um. There, there are you know, some some things that like could be brought up, but eh, everything mm-hmm. that I could think of would deserve its own show. So. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's some there's some stuff where um I mean I I don't um there are there there are shows that are around the idea of redesigning mobile suits and in some of those they redesign mobile suits. <laughs> That's the non-spoiler answer there. Um but let's, let's not talk about this right now. We're good. Yeah. Um but yeah, so I guess that's it. All right. Well, Dylan, you know the deal. If people want to find you on the internet, which is where you're from. Uh, where would they um, do that? Uh, they would find me at lowpolyrobot uh, on twitter.com. Uh, I mostly talk about robots and live tweet a lot of old games. And usually if I can combine those interests, I will also do that. Um, recently finished playing through both Front Mission 3 and 5 um, in a very short span of time. Um, and then, actually, I've been playing a lot of Clone Noah lately. A uh, very good game. Um but yeah, uh, that's me. All right. Uh, if you want to find me, I'm on Twitter at six detmar s i x d e t t m a r. Uh, pin tweet there tells you the stuff that I do. It's basically scanlinemedia.com and Patreon.com/slash/scanlinemedia. And uh, folks, until next time. I can't think of a wing ending. Shoot. <laughs> mm. uh. the, the problem is all the narrations in wing where the, all the cool stuff happens are them repeating stuff at the beginning and the middle of each episode. Yeah, I mean, you know, I don't I could, watch the next time's on. <laughs> the only thing I could think of is just hero shouting, I messed up and punching a control panel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. I guess that's it then. I messed up.